Do you like what you hear on this podcast? Then I bet you'd enjoy my email community too. You can join by going to storiesthatsing.net forward slash lesson plan sampler. Again, that's storiesthatsing.net forward slash lesson plan sampler. Not only will you get great tips for all things music teachers, but you'll also get three free lesson plans. See you there. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. Now let's get on to the episode. elementary music teacher who's frustrated and overwhelmed? I'm Jeanette Shorey, a happy music teacher who loves teaching every day, but it wasn't long ago I was in your shoes. Join me Wednesdays to help you find happy in your music classroom. I don't know about you, but the holiday season tends to be one of my favorite times to develop lesson plans, to do lesson plans and I was telling my co-teacher today that I kind of broke one of my rules. My rule is the last couple weeks before any holiday when the kids are going cray cray and it is just really challenging to keep behavior managed, I usually don't teach anything new and I kind of didn't do that this week. So I've been teaching meter of three and I'm not going to tell you it's been terrible because it hasn't, but it's definitely been a little bit challenging. So what I want to tell you is my tip for the day is if you are struggling to teach something new and it is not working because your kiddos are cray cray, then what I would do instead is I would do review things and I would do things that are really fun and really easy and don't require a lot of thinking from you or from your kiddos. And that is how I would run the next couple of weeks because also I would bet you that you are also developing a concert and rehearsing for a concert. I know one of my co-teachers is rehearsing three mornings a week so he gets there early and he's you know trying to do all the things and he did a veterans day program and because he did a veterans day program he's only got like a teeny tiny little bit of time to do his concert prep so I know it is a really really stressful time of year you've got all the things going on you've got your concert You've got your regular classes. Hello, we still have to teach regular classes, right? And so that is what I'm going to recommend. (laughs) Recommend. Recommend is my tip for the day is don't do anything that is too complicated. I have for you seven holiday lesson plans and they are all adorable. Now, I am going to tell you I was not really good about developing anything for Hanukkah and I apologize because I know there are lots of people that and not that I don't usually do it but I just didn't put it in here but I am going to make it my business to develop a couple of lesson plans for Hanukkah 
in the coming weeks and I promise you that I will share some of them. So these ones are all, a couple of them are around the Nutcracker and a couple of them, there are two storybook lessons and then there is a really nice ukulele workshop that if you haven't heard about that there is that as well and it is not too late to do that so let me tell you about what I've been doing this week so I am using meter of three it's a meter of three lesson plan for waltz of the flowers and next week we are going to watch a version of the nutcracker because my other two music teachers are doing that and hey why not we're gonna you know talk about all the fun facts about Tchaikovsky and we are going to do um, Macaulay Calkins version of the Nutcracker so I will link to that in the show notes but let me tell you what we're doing in preparation so we're talking about meter of three and weeks ago we did meter of two and let me give you a little a little you know taste of what we did for meter of two so We did, I don't know who it was that gave me this idea. It was not my original idea, but we did meter of two and we marched around the room and we marched around. Well, first we did um, clap and pat using strong and weak beat. And we talked about strong and weak beat because I was doing this with my first graders. I do not do strong and weak beat with pre-K. I do, I kind of touch on it with kindergarten, but really I get, really heavy duty into strong and weak beat and meter starting in first grade and so we took off one shoe and we all marched around the room with the shoe foot and the sock foot and we talked about which one was louder and that way which one was the strong beat and we talked about all of that good stuff so I do a little bit of a review on that and I say oh do you remember when we did this and la 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 you know all that stuff then we go into meter three And what I'm doing first is I am showing them this beautiful version of the waltz that is linked in my lesson plan. And actually, there's two versions of waltzes linked in my lesson plans. One is for A Million Years and one is for Titanium. And they are beautiful, beautiful versions, professional waltzers. And so, you know, I just want them to see that there is waltzing and what it looks like. And then I play that music again. And what I did is I looked up slow waltzes because Waltz of the Flowers is way too fast to try and teach any steps to. So we, and and I don't do like a full-fledged waltz. I'm teaching first grade, right? So we do just big step, little, little. So we'll do big, little, little, and then we'll go into big tiptoe. Now my first graders are having a challenge with doing all three of those. So what I say to them is, If you only want to do the big step, as long as you do the big step on beat one, then you can do that. And I tell them the entire time, we do this for maybe a minute, I'll go big tiptoe, big tiptoe. And as we're listening, I don't put the video on again, but as we're listening to the music, we walk around and we do some movement. Then the next step is I like to do some fun facts about Tchaikovsky. And after we do our fun facts, I have Quaver. So sometimes I use Quaver for that. I also have Music Play Online. So, you know, you've got different options for fun facts or you can look up your own and you can do some fun facts. 
Then I play a version of Waltz of the Flowers. There are two of them that I really like. One of them is about, I don't know, two hours, two hours, (laughs) two minutes and 30 something seconds. And it is a children's version. And then there's also an adult version that is longer. So for my pre-K, uh, and it's ballet. It's, you know, they're they're actually performing the Waltz of the Flowers. So I will show them the Waltz of the Flowers and we'll talk about how fast it is and how we're just going to use the strong beat, but we're going to whisper all three beats in our head and we'll be like, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. And then what we do is we do like a clap, pat, pat, clap, pat, pat. And after that, I play another version of it so it really depends on for my first graders we are I'm doing this activity with kinder pre-k and first grade and my first graders we are doing like a six and a half minute version which I have also linked to in the show notes but also in the lesson plan so the that's the version depends on uh, pre-k it's too much for them to go for that long and we're doing some scarf movements and in the lesson plan I have also linked to a video of me and my students doing this scarf movement so we're just doing the scarf movement on the first beat on the strong beat and it is super fun and my kids have been really really enjoying it and I am going to tell you that because they, they are so captivated by watching these people do the waltz and then by watching the people. And I don't play long. I play maybe 30 seconds of the video. And they are totally captivated because the dancers are just incredible. So that is Waltz of the Flowers. While we are on that subject, let's go on to my Russian dance bouncy ball activity. So I love to steal some equipment from the PE teacher and one of the things I love to steal is bouncy balls or basketballs and in this case we're using basketballs and if you don't have a class set of basketballs and you you could use kickballs or any kind of ball but don't call it ball you have to call it the specific ball because otherwise you get giggle 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 even with my little ones (laughs) you know so you want to you want to be careful to to specify a certain kind of ball and not just let's get out our balls because that doesn't work really well we'll just say and so let me back up a little bit because I wanted to tell you on Saturday night I don't I must have been like dreaming about my lesson plan for Russian dance because I'm really excited to do this with my first graders but I was like I really want to do something with pre-k and so what I did is I had this dream about what I was going to do with pre-k so pre-k on um it's like what and I may I'm probably going to be out of um out of tune because I didn't call it up to to get the um the key before so right so the first beat is going to be a jump so it's going to be jump and then we're going to turn around in a circle and it's going to be one two three four one two three four so I'm not going to let them spin they're going to just step, 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 step. Then we do it again, of course, because it repeats. And then when it gets to the part that's 
on that part they are going to walk around like penguins and they're just going to walk to the steady beat so we're getting a little steady beat in there we're getting some fun we are not really talking about it it's pre-k i don't do a lot of talking i barely any talking in pre-k i mean if i do like three sentences the whole time i'm in there that's a lot so that is what I'm doing with pre-K and probably with kindergarten. Now, you're probably going to ask yourself, okay, Jeanette, um, my first graders can't catch. So that's what I'm going to tell you. What we're going to do with the bouncy balls or the basketballs is we are not going to stand up and bounce them. If I had fourth and fifth graders, which I have done this with my fourth and fifth graders as well, we do a dribble. I'm sorry. We do we do just a bounce like bounce bounce and then they pass it back and forth. Pass 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 and then you do it again. And then on the part on that part, they are going to pass it around in the circle. So what I tell them to do is I tell them to pass it in front so they pass and then they pick up. Then they pass and then they pick up. So they pass it to the person on their right and we practice that first um, with nothing. So I'll just have them put their hand in front of the person on their right and I'll tell them you have to put it right in front of them or they're not going to get in time because it's fast, right? And so they pass, pick up, pass, pick up and they never pass it into the other person's hands. They put it on the floor in front of them. So that is the way it goes. I have a PowerPoint on my shop that is super cute. It's, you know, all in the, the Christmassy colors and it's a form lesson and there's a teacher key. And then we also, I've got the notes written out. So I've got all the notes written out. So if you wanted to do that, you could do that. So those are two activities that we are doing with the nutcracker so kind of fun we've got waltz of the flowers and we've got russian dance now let me tell you a little bit about my holiday ukulele workshop so a couple weeks ago before thanksgiving i had a live vip session you could purchase the holiday ukulele workshop by itself or you could do the vip option the vip option was you got to attend live and I walked you through everything and we did kind of a play along and it was a lot of fun. We really had a great time. So what I did is I recorded that and then I also recorded the original training and I give you tips and on, on how to play and on how to teach. And then along with the workshop, which is a training, you also get access to posters that you can print out for your students. You get access to the music that you can print out for your students. You get the PowerPoint, the presentation, whatever you want to call it. I'm designing everything in Canva at this point. You get all of that. And included is Jingle Bells and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And I have a little dreidel, Frosty the Snowman, Feliz Navidad, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. I know that's not everybody's favorite, but I put it in there because my students love it. 
And then we have, we wish you a Merry Christmas. And there is a bonus in there, Hanukkah, oh Hanukkah. So there's a couple of Hanukkah songs. And this is for ukulele. So I train you on how to teach the students all the songs. And you can find that in the show notes. And I will link to that that you, if you wanted to grab that it is not too late to grab that it's pretty easy it's about an hour no it's about a 30 minute training so the play along is longer than that but the actual training is about 30 minutes so it's pretty quick and you get access to a lot of good stuff in there then we have our one of my favorites because it's a it's a cute little song that I wrote I'm going to just play a little bit of it for you So that is Everyone Wants to Be a Reindeer. And I don't know, I just, um, I think a couple years ago, I was looking for a reindeer song and I was just like, you know what, I'm going to write one. And I wrote this really cute little song and it has the reindeer and then it's got Arctic hair and it's got the penguin and the polar bear and the snow fox. So you get to talk about some of the animals that live in the north and why they are all white because all but the penguin is completely white because they have to hide and stay safe. So that is kind of cool. And then we talk about running notes and walking notes. So that is my lesson plan. That is my skill. And we don't spend a lot of time on it, but you know, you've got T-T-T-T-Ta-Ta. T T T T ta. So there are there is a presentation as part of this bundle. I will link to the video if you just want to play it with your kids because there there are notes and um you know the whole thing is written out. So if you just wanted to play it with your kids, it's kind of a fun thing to do. And you can talk about running notes and walking notes, the difference between them. You could have your students do run and run and walk walk so they could actually walk and run through it and then they can use their drums and their jingle bells if you are playing with little kids I would give everybody a jingle bell and you play the drum or vice versa because with littler ones you know pre-k kindergarten they don't do as well with switching back and forth but if you have a really savvy group of kindergartners, you could totally do that as well. So that is Everyone Wants to Be a Reindeer. And I just love it, if I do say so myself. Then I have two storybook lessons for you. So the first storybook lesson is a brand new lesson plan. I just wrote it this week. And it is called Bear Stays Up for Christmas. And it does have a repeating pattern, but I decided that what I wanted to do with it is I wanted to use it for loud and soft. And I'm using it for my kinder and my pre-K. 
And so what happens here is, first of all, there's a finger play and the finger play is super cute. And I linked to a video in the lesson plan to show you how to do the finger play and the finger play goes, I'm just going to tell you a little bit of it. Little mouse, little mouse skitters along in bear's lair. Wake up, wake up, little mouse shouts. Arctic hare, arctic hare hops along to bear's lair. Wake up, wake up up arctic hair shouts so that is the finger play it goes through all eight of the animals that are his friends and you'll notice there are some movement words in there so we start out with the finger play and then we go into the story and if you have time to read the story just to delight in it I love to do that first and I have the students just um, shout, wake up, wake up every time it seems like the bear is sleepy and needs to wake up because what happens is they've woken the bear out of hibernation. So you get a chance to talk about hibernation too and they are trying to get him to stay up and then it ends up that they fall asleep and he does all the Christmas stuff. Like he wraps all the gifts and he he does all the, the making of the presents for them and all that kind of stuff. So when they fall asleep, we go tiptoe, be quiet, tiptoe, be quiet. And if I was doing this with first grade, I would have them once we got to the drum part, I would have them play quiet as TT or double eighth notes. But with my kindergarten and my pre-K, I'm just having them play the steady beat because the quiet is a little bit, it kind of sneaks up on them and they're not doing well with it. But again, if you have a savvy group of kindergartners, you could totally have them do quiet as a TT. So they are going to, we're going to read the story for delight and we're going to read the, we're going to clap the wake up, wake up or shout the wake up, wake up and tiptoe be quiet. We can just whisper that. And then we're going to read it. We're going to take a picture walk through and we're going to point out when to say those tiny rhythms if you haven't already done that, if you just read it. And you're and a picture walk means that you're going to walk through the story and show the pictures. Pretty easy, right? And then you're going to pass out instruments. I love to talk to my students about how to play softly on the drum and how to play loudly on the drum. And we play softly by bouncing low and we play loudly by bouncing high, or we can do, I like to sometimes, depending on the students, have them tap one finger in the middle of the drum for, for soft, and have them, um, I, I call them their tapping fingers, and I have them rub their tapping fingers together, and they have to play their tapping fingers. Now, that is something that I remind my students literally every time, is don't forget to use your tapping fingers, and then we have rest position and I remind them every time to get in rest position. So we read the story again and we play the instruments. And then if there is time, I have linked to some winter music in the lesson plan. And that will take you to some winter music that I think works really well. And then you're going to go through and you're going to show the students all the PowerPoint words or the presentation words, skitter and hop and float and wiggle, snuggle and trudge and stoop and droop. And 
I would not go into a lot of explanation with the littles if you have second grade because this lesson plan would work really nicely for second grade and possibly even third grade because your third graders are, you know, they haven't made that journey into being slightly bigger kids yet. So they may enjoy this one as well, especially because of all the movement words. There, There's a lot of like more savvy movement words. So you can demo the different movement words or if you have a little extra time and you want your students to so boys and girls what would it look like if you were wiggling and then you would go through with the music and you would read each word and they would get to skitter and then they would get to hop etc etc so that is a really fun lesson plan it has kept my students totally captivated it has been amazing you don't even have to use all the movement words but they love the movement words or if your kids have the wiggles you can do the movement words first right after the finger play and then go on from there so that is that one then i have one that it's called rudy's windy christmas by helen bow and Ben Mantle. And this one is absolutely hysterical. It's all about a reindeer who Santa is eating his meal before he has to go out for Christmas Eve. And Mrs. Santa has given him Brussels sprouts. And he doesn't like Brussels sprouts. So he feeds all the Brussels sprouts to Rudy. And if you have ever eaten Brussels sprouts, you will know that they make you a little pooty, we'll just say. So that is what this story is all about. And obviously you have to be careful. Depends on the kiddos. I did have some, I, I had a special ed teacher um, a couple years ago who was like, please, please, Jeanette, do not read that story to them again because they were all about it. It was so funny, but they were trying to get away from the bathroom word. So but it is really hysterical. I like to use my best low Santa voice, my best high Mrs. Claus voice, and my best silly reindeer Rudy voice. And what you do is you go through this and I like to sing each of the pages to the tune of Jingle Bell. So we go through it and we just sing it. And there is a repeating pattern. And you're going to want to stop and point that out to your kiddos. And then you're going to show the students the pattern to play. Either on non-pitched percussion. Or if you want to do this with your bigger kids. You can do it on the xylophone. And there is walking up and walking down. And there is a repeating pattern that students can do. I mean, there is a lot of fun with this lesson plan. So that is all of the lesson plans that I am recommending for December. And as I said earlier, I will definitely do some Hanukkah lesson plans as well because I know we have lots and lots of people that celebrate Hanukkah. When I taught in Florida, I would say like half of my students celebrated Hanukkah. So definitely important to celebrate that holiday as well. And if you have other holidays that you are celebrating in your school, then please feel free to reach out to me, Jeanette at storiesthatsing.net. 
Let me know what else you are celebrating and I will see if I can't come up with some lesson plans. Or maybe I'll talk to my good friend Daria because she's got some great multicultural lesson plans and I know she's got some good stuff coming up for December. So everyone wants to be a reindeer. The holiday ukulele workshop, the Russian dance and the waltz of the flowers lesson plans, the bear stays awake for Christmas, and Rudy's windy Christmas. Those are all of the lesson plans that we talked about today. Next week, we're going to take a deep dive into exactly what to do, because I know we talked about it just a little bit, what to do for those couple of weeks before the break. And then I'm going to talk to you a little bit about what to do after the break, because I don't know about you, but I've got like a couple of random days and so we're going to talk just a little bit next week about what to do with those random days like if you've just got two or three days and you don't want to start a whole new unit or whatever and what we do before the break. If you got some great tips and tidbits that are going to help you become a happy music teacher I would be so thankful if you'd leave me a review. Thanks so much for your time. Well that's all I have for you today. But before I go, let me remind you, keep learning, keep growing, and keep being fabulous you.